Welcome to Take It Up, the official podcast of Octave Music. Welcome to the Take It Up podcast. On this episode, I will be interviewing Steve Allen from Legend Musical Instruments. Steve is an excellent trumpet player, educator, music director, and entrepreneur. Also, in full disclosure, Steve and I, Steve is a great friend of mine. This is the first time that we have tried to do a live stream on Facebook and YouTube. I believe I will be able to see your questions and comments, so please feel free to leave those and we'll try to answer them. Steve, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jeff. Good to be here. Awesome. So let's talk about uh, your early music career and how you got started in music. Well, back in 1967, I joined the junior high band and beginning band at Glades Junior High School in Miami, Florida. And uh, the band director wanted me to play baritone, but I had a grandfather named Sammy Goble who was a cornet player. And I had no desire to play a baritone. I took it home for two weeks and then brought it back and said, nope, not me. And so my grandfather came down to Miami, helped me pick out a trumpet. My first trumpet was a Holton Collegiate student model. And I played that all the way through high school until I got my Bach. Um, but then I went to Miami Killian Senior High School, uh, practiced like mad, uh, became first chair in the Killian Senior High School band. and my sophomore year, and I just never looked back. Uh, just kept playing trumpet and then went to the Air Force out of high school, played trumpet in the Tactical Air Command Band for six years, three months and 11 days. Hey, you got and, that done, uh, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Any serviceman will tell you that. Sure. <laughs> and uh, then went to college at the, after I got out of the service. I went to college at Florida Southern College, got my bachelor in, in trumpet performance. Then went to the University of Kansas, where I obtained my master's degree in, in trumpet performance. So that's basically the story of my musical life, and it continues. I'm currently teaching at IUSB St. Mary's, and I have several private students, as well as being the band director at North, uh, the jazz band director at Northwood uh, Senior High, and running Truth and Jazz, a professional jazz band, and I'm the assistant director of the Elkhart Municipal Band. Awesome. Busy guy. Yeah. And then I have a choir at Jamestown United Methodist <laughs> Church that I direct. Nice. Just a few things. So Awesome. <laughs> was, was, your, uh, was your family musical? My dad played the clarinet. Uh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> my musical uh, desire came through my grandfather. Awesome. So. Awesome. That's cool. Um, so a few years ago, you started Legend Musical Instruments. And uh, what what does Legend make? Legend, uh, the primary product of Legend is the band tool. That's uh, my creation, which is a multi-tool for band directors. Um, and then we also have uh, mouthpieces, and we're also a distributor for Andalusia uh, Musical Instruments uh, out of California. And with the band tool, um, what, what does that do? Well, it, it does a lot. <laughs> it, it has 30 tools on it. And it, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and plug. Uh, I'm going to start doing a video series uh, 
this week where I do 30 seconds with 30 tools. And that's what we're going to call it. And it's going to be 30 seconds showing you how to use one of the tools out of the 30 that are on the band tool. Nice. How did you, and, how, how did you come up with the idea for band tool? Well, in 1995, I was driving around visiting schools, carrying this gigantic tool repair kit in an anvil case. And it was heavy. And I'd carry it into band rooms and work on some instruments as a school music service rep, you know, for a music store. And I said, man, it would be great if somebody just come up with a multiplier because most of the things I had to fix were bent keys, loose screws, mouthpiece truing, maybe have to cut a uh, a cork or something to put a new cork on a tenon cork or you know, any any number of things like that, but something that I wouldn't have to carry this whole kit in. Uh, and so, and maybe also, you know, take a mouthpiece out, you know, of a horn, a stuck mouthpiece. So, uh, yeah. And just so people know what we're talking about, since we are on uh, video this time, <laughs> I do have one here. That's that's a good one. Yep. <laughs> so anyways, you can do all sorts of things with this and uh, comes in a nice folds down, comes in a nice little case. And there's some other parts to it, too. Right. Right. You have a rawhide mallet and you have some driver bits in there. Uh, so, yeah, there's quite a number of tools and quite a number of uses. And how long did it take? Um, from when you thought of this uh, concept to take to actually bring it to market? Well, I started in 2000, uh, 2015, in April of two, March or April of 2015, working on my whole business plan because I knew my company that I was working for was about to be bought or sold. <laughs> Either way you look at it, it wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to be employed any longer. And so um, I, actually sat in the hotel room, came up with the logo and came up with uh, a web domain name and all, all that kind of stuff. And then um, it took, we didn't have any shippable product until July of 2016. So from, it took us a little over a year to, to get it rocking and rolling. And um, I utilized a friend of mine who was uh, a designer, CAD designer, so he could draw the whole thing out. And then uh, a friend of mine who ran a case company in China, formerly he ran it in uh, Taiwan and then moved his facility to China. Uh, and he sourced uh, the making, the building of this product. It's made in the same factories that make a lot of other uh, multi-tools. Oh, nice. And what are the advantages for band directors of having such a tool? Well, there are several advantages. Number one, you don't have to carry a big toolbox along with you. You didn't just carry this in your briefcase or your backpack uh, when you're going out to marching band events. Uh, you can have it backstage when you're at a concert event. Uh, so you don't have to carry this big toolbox. And the idea behind this tool is you don't make major repairs with this. The tagline of this tool is make it play now. The object is to get the student back in the game, playing their instrument as quickly as possible. You might not always be able to do that, but for the most part, 
probably 70 to 80% of the time you're going to be able to get the child playing again. Yeah, definitely good for marching band directors. Absolutely. You don't want that person out there walking around not playing a horn. And Legend uh, Music also makes mouthpieces. Can you tell me a little about, about those? Yeah, our mouthpieces are uh, made by in Germany by the Lausman Company. Um, they're made to the same specifications as uh, the Bach numbering sizes are. Um, and we carry trumpet, cornet, flugelhorn, trombone mouthpieces. Um, I'd still like to get us into a little broader scope on the mouthpieces because I think there's a real good market for these kinds of mouthpieces. But there is seemingly a flood of mouthpieces out there anymore. Um, just check eBay. You'll find you can <laughs> you can buy them for five bucks on eBay. Right. I'm not I'm not going to guarantee you they're that great, but <laughs> you know, yeah, the, these are standard sizes of the industry, which have been accepted and have endured for quite some time. So and at a fairly affordable price too. Quite affordable, yes. Yeah, and you said you also distribute some instruments. Yes, we started a couple years ago and haven't been a real effective with it yet. But <laughs> uh, it's a it's a brand name of instruments, Andalusia uh, Instruments. Uh, young man and I got together at the Nam show, and I went to his shop that also kind of doubled as a cigar shop. <laughs> and I, I went in there. Interesting. And, yeah, it was. But you never, you're in California and anything goes in California. So, um, but uh, this young man, his name is Vance Hugh, Vance Hu, H-U is his last name. Uh, but he worked uh, with a Chinese factory and developed some very, very fine instruments, some incredible instruments, as a matter of fact. Uh, one of the soprano trumpets that, that I really like is the one that uses the G bugle bell. So it's a very good resonant bell on it. And uh, it's just different than anything else that's out there. Great marching sound. I mean, mm. wonderful marching sound. But, uh, you know, we're just we're continually working on trying to get this product uh, up and running in our in our market area. So. Uh, He's selling a lot of them on the West Coast. Uh, oh, okay. But I don't think there's a lot of traffic going on on the east side or the Mississippi. So yeah. so with all the other things that you do, um, obviously this current um, pandemic has changed things quite a bit. And it's uh, impact on local musicians, um, which both of us are. Um, as director of Truth and Jazz, um, which is a big band, uh, how has this current situation affected the preparation that we're normally doing for, um, we have a pretty busy summer, uh, season that we, we try to gear up for. Yes. Uh, right now we're trying to get all the tunes together in a one location. I've already done a set list for, uh, some of our programs if they happen to happen. I mean, we still don't know if all of our right. concerts are going to take place. Uh, that's just something that is very, uh, you know, unpredictable at this point because every, things change so quickly in, in this environment with this uh, virus issue. Um, but right now, we're still scheduled to do the Jazz Festival. We're still scheduled to do a concert at Concord High School. Um, We've had one cancellation of a uh, of an event in May, and we may have another one, uh, another jazz cafe. 
but I'm hoping pretty much that we'll still be able to do our concerts in June and August uh, and July, actually June, July and August, because we're playing a couple jazz festivals. Uh, but the main thing is getting everybody the music so they can sit down and, and they know what we're going to play and so that they can practice it. And we'll, when we get together at our next rehearsal, whenever that happens to be, when it's deemed okay to get together with more than 10 people, and it seems like it's the number that number is shrinking. <laughs> so, right. so um, it's tough. It, right now, it's really tough. Uh, ITG just got canceled. Uh, yeah. You know, a major event, and that's not until the end of May. So uh, part of the issue is you can't keep holding on to those rooms and you can't keep holding on to those uh, plans. Lots of people flying. You know, that, that those kind of big events are, are a big deal. And I can understand them canceling early just to make it easier on people's pocketbooks and everything else. Because there's a lot of investment in going to any of these shows, as you well know, in conferences and as well as our jazz festival. There's a lot of invest, investment there. And I, I'm guessing that we'll probably find something out uh, pretty soon about uh, how our jazz festival is going to go. Right. Um, that's at the end of June. So hopefully we have some time to still make that happen, but we'll see. I uh, hope so. I'm yeah. that's, that'd be tough year for us to not right, be able to do that. Right. Yeah. It's uh it's been really interesting to watch, uh, a lot of our local musicians turn to internet concerts and Facebook concerts and utilize this technology that's been in front of us all along, but now they're, you know, really trying to utilize it. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of that stuff going on. Yes. And I, I actually think that's a great thing. You know, we, we, we talk about the arts all the time and those of us that perform, uh, we should, we should now spend a little bit more time sharing that with people because uh, apparently everybody's really loving it. And uh, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, just a different way to communicate in, in a better way. Um, in, in many cases, it's not, you know, major expense to people to, to just watch something on Facebook. And for those of us who perform in the community uh, and for the kind of bands that we perform with, uh, it's it's just kind of a fun, fun thing to see and fun thing to hear. Um, and I think it just brings us together. Well, I think what the main thing to me that I'm seeing is how this we can't survive without music and music brings people together. Right. I couldn't agree more. Steve, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. And you can find Band Tool and Legend Brass Mouthpieces at Octave at our website, yes. www.octavemusicstore.com. And we'll also post links below once all this gets posted to YouTube and, and Facebook. And again, thanks for being on the show, and we appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff, for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you.